This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. People of Earth, the following podcast is not real. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what about if I get to the end of this fake podcast and don't have anything else to listen to? First of all, take comfort in the fact that very few people actually make it through the whole thing. We could be giving away state secrets during the last 20 and America would be fine. But if you are looking for a similar listening experience to a podcast, consider one of these options. Listening to the machine at the supermarket that crushes plastic bottles and soda cans. Playing three different audiobooks at once, occasionally pausing to read the name of a sponsor. Or find a nearby zoo and listen to three coyotes fighting over the last scrap of grizzle for 45 minutes. I mean, throw Brooks Brothers shirts on those coyotes and you've got Pod Save America. Anyway, now that you have your game plan, let's take it back to the source. Sit back and enjoy the show. We're back! We're back, everybody! Ooh, what a trip to Hog's Facer. That was kind of fun. Yes, I had a wonderful time visiting our old friends. I mean, I mean, my new friends, because I'd never been there before, because I am Dorasu. That's right. He's not Usador. I'm not Usador. Usador's dead. Sorry, sorry to bring that up repeatedly. Arnie, I want to ask, dead and buried? Hmm, I guess not buried because... We should get our story straight. Did we... What did we do with Usador's body? Or does it just kind of disintegrate? Did it do something? I forget. Well, his body turned into a shaft of light and shot into the sky. That's what it was. Yes, 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 yes. But we probably should bury something. Like, some valuable thing of his will bury it somewhere that we'll never be able to find again. Yeah. Bury his cat. Wait, Usador had a cat? Several of them, I believe. Uh Uh-oh. Huh. It's been a while. We should check in on those cats. Hold on, Arnie. I had a cat. Remember that? Seance, but... You know, good news, Seance was already dead. It was an undead cat, right? 
Oh, that's right. I think when we came to uh, this town, I think I buried Seance because I forgot he's dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. Well, while he goes, I know this is probably, we shouldn't start with just two people, but let's go ahead and start the podcast, okay, Isidore? Or, duh. Duh. Okay, Dora Sue? <laughs> no, don't worry about that. Yes, it's okay. a fine start. All right, let's see here. Spank myself up to the table. All right. <clears throat> Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. I wrote this down. <laughs> Just a second. Oh, my God, I had it two seconds ago. Ah. Seven years, two months, and four weeks ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift and i use that to upload this podcast recorded here in the tavern the strange familiar in the town of nibblebottom in the magical land of foon and i'm joined as well as recently by my co-host dorisu the sorcerer i am dorisu the sorcerer i'm just a stupid human who had to learn magic like a big dumb bag of meat uh dorisu i can't i can't believe i'm gonna say this have you considered Having additional names to just Dorisu, like to tease out your introduction just a little bit, like just one. Ani, Ani, it's me, Usador. Yeah, it's, I know. It's been me the whole time. I called you Usador like half a minute ago. This is my clever disguise, and if I have multiple names, everyone will know it's me. Well, guys, bad news. Seance is alive. Oh, that's bad? Wait, no, what did I say? Good news, Seance is dead. Oh, oh. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undead, though. Still undead, or? Yes. And is Seance going to be around? Yeah, I think I'll just be floating around. I see, I see Seance now, floating around. He's floating up to the ceiling. That's a new power for Seance, as far as I can tell. Oh, it wasn't already a power? Then never mind, he's just running around. Oh, wait, then what is that floating cat? Oh, that's floating cat. Oh, floating cat. Yeah. You've never met Floating Cat? I haven't, no. A lot of a lot of local businesses will kind of paint the side of him to advertise. So uh, he's just kind of, you know, just a floating advertisement. Nice. If you don't paint him, though, he just looks like... A, he just has, like, multiple colors on him and little stars shooting off the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of sporting events, they'll hire Floating Cat to kind of float around the stadium. Kids love him. It's fun. It's okay. fun. Arnie, it's fun. fun. Sure. Speaking of fun... Do mm-hmm. we have a guest today? We do. I'm very excited. We have someone, a representative I, uh, from the local government of Nibblebottom, uh, the secretary uh, in the city council office, I believe. Uh, this is uh, Gouda Smish. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. It's, uh, yes, he- hello. Um, uh, hmm. Hi, hi, Gouda. Welcome to the podcast. Did I say your name correctly? Sure, yes. Uh, Gouda is, uh, it's a family... Um, yes. It's a family. Oh, it's a family name. I mean, I suppose it is a family. There's, um, yes. Sorry if I sound crazy. Aren't all names family names? I mean, I suppose if, if your name was like, um, then no, unless there were mm. others running around, um, which there may or may not be. I'm not sure. Yeah, but once you, like, if I had a kid and named it Sean, wouldn't immediately that be a family name because it's my kid? Uh, yeah, I suppose if you're a, a welcoming fatherly sort, you know, not everyone's as lucky, but let's not go oh, there. Oh, oh, no. You know, the more we say it, the more the name is growing on me sure. a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be in the, the, the Nibblebottom Book of Baby Names next year, I think. Under, I want to say, 
Well, what letter? What I'm, not sure. I'm not sure if it's alphabetical or, or if it's like an exclamation point. It'd be the beginning. Mm. Ooh, oh, start with an exclamation Oh, that's, I love yeah. that. I love that for you. So you can just put it at the back of the book under the parts where all the names that begin with uh, punctuation marks are. Right. That's where they usually go in name books. But, you know, we live in a fantasy world, so there's probably like a lot of names that start with apostrophes. It's probably like sure. half the book. Yeah, very, very popular apostrophe punctuation names asterisks if you know oh yeah if it's just if you want to put anything in there i once got in a fight with a guy named one two three how does a fight like that start well he hit the four i'm sorry he hit the four mm, okay oh. Oh, oh that's oh it's a joke you've made it you've made it funny well no i actually did beat him up oh oh chunt it's not terribly humorous okay what happened he was mocking me he was like look i'm a shapeshifter too and he was like um you know like he'd squash his neck down real low or he'd like tuck his fingers back into his palm and make him you know he's just kind of trying to act like a shapeshifter and i didn't i didn't enjoy it um and then he kicked me in the face so i i shoved him and he he tripped over a jukebox so you you shifted his shape in the end yeah yeah oh yes very good. Yes. Quite good. Yes, so, Gouda, I'd be, I, I'm, I'm, I'd love to learn a little bit more about what you do here in Nipplebottom. So, you're a, a, a secretary in the local government. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's more of a, a, a deputarial role, which I'm not sure is a word. I may have just made it up, but it's yes, I, 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 I take care of the administrative f- facilities uh, associated with the sheriff's office of Nipplebottom. Uh, so that um, the, the sheriff can uh, go about his sheriffing business in a way that's uh, free from minutiae, if you will. I see. You're sort of taking the burden off of the sheriff so the sheriff may rise and become as uh, powerful and as, and as effective as they can be. Uh, it seems a lofty description for what I've seen of the sheriff, but yes, if you want to put it that way, yes. Oh, so you don't have much faith in the sheriff? Um, I would say that my employment requires me to falsify my answer to that question. Ah, yes, I see, I see, I see. Well, we shan't bother you then. Uh, uh, Describe your employer in, in negative terms. Uh, but, uh, but Gouda, uh, what are the tasks that you take on to take this burden away from this sheriff? Well, uh, as you know, uh, Nibblebottom is, um, boring. Yes, yes, I've noticed that. There's so little explosions here. It's not, nothing is really on fire. There's nothing really, you know, there's the occasional mugging. So the sheriff isn't a busy man. So there really isn't a whole lot of administrative paperwork for me to accomplish um should we set something on fire i mean that would help morale around the office for sure you know so many people just spending their time filing paperwork and doing you know skills assessments on things like you know buttoning swords to their belts and making sure that you know they pass the safety standards it's a it's a it's a real shit show yeah it's good to feel useful, is what I'll say. And can I just say, Gouda, you, I mean, you seem like such a bookish guy. You're so, I don't know if this is the right word, you're so fastidious. Um, do you, and you're just always adjusting your bow tie and playing with your ledgers there. Can you kind of, for our audience, just kind of describe what you look like? Just because you're, I just find you to be, it's just very interesting look. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, being eight foot one has yeah. its advantages and, and disadvantages. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, sure. You know, coming in at, uh, you know, 480 pounds and uh yeah. you know my biceps have other biceps on top of them 
And yet somehow you still have an aura of like, you know. Meekness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wafy. Uh, yes. Wafies have been described, especially when, you know, my shoulders are so broad I can't fit through doors. It's just... How can I ask? Because you know we just we just came in. How did you get into the tavern? How did you get into the strange familiar? Because I don't see a giant hole in the wall or anything. Did they take off the roof and lower you in? Uh, it's strange, but it is familiar. I've been in here several times in mm-hmm. my day, and it's it's a rhythm to it. You know, it's left shoulder, right ear, right shoulder, right hip, left hip, mm. left leg, right leg, ankles are lost, Ooh. and it's just um. sort of like a duck and weave maneuver. Not unlike mm. a, a, a dance, really. Very impressive. Yeah. Well, you know what I think it might be? Your spectacles. Right, the glasses. Mm. It's always about the glasses, isn't it? Sort of gives you this meek vibe. Because you're... you're, you're Gouda, I want you to know. If you were to take off those glasses, I would find you quite intimidating. Uh, I shall endeavor to not remove them. I wouldn't oh. want to ruin any, you know... Thank uh, you. Machismo... Vibes, Gouda. I get it. I'm a big, tall guy myself. Not, not, not as tall as you. Oh, don't sell yourself short. And uh, no pun intended. But sure. it's you know, you're fine. No, I, I look. I am. I'm just saying. I'm not a tall, but, you know, I sometimes I get that feeling like I try to make myself smaller or less imposing, like I go to the movie theater, which, or a play, like you would know it as a play, and I sit down and I, I feel like people feel bad that they can't see over my head, so I, I, I become meek, even though I'm really a big, tough, strong guy, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ani, what are you, like uh, five foot eight? I am six foot four, although Come people on. who are slightly shorter than me are very invested in saying that I'm six foot five. Hmm. That seems like an odd choice of passions. Yeah, I don't know. People who are right around five foot eleven mm-hmm. or five foot ten are like, "No way, man! You're yeah. six five because I'm five eleven. Huh? Quite the right. anecdote, uh, Gouda. I have to say, I don't know many people um, over eight feet tall. Can I ask you a question? If it's about my race, then no. No, no, it's not that. Oh, all right, it's, go on. Um, um, up, up. You want uppies, is what up, you're telling uppies, me. You want uppies. you want to ride on the old the old shoulders. Uppies. I mean, he's a very <sighs> adorable little badger. It'd be fun, maybe, to have him up on your shoulder. It'd be kind of cute. Uppies. I just don't tell anyone. Up you go. Wee. Yeah, very good. That's very adorable. Arnie, oh. I'm a million feet tall. Wee. Really, more like eight foot seven at this point, but sure, a million. That looks so fun. I'm so fucking jealous right now. Bonnie, we can't. We can't ask to go up there. I want to. I know I couldn't. I'm, All right, strong. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I'm so sorry. I have a follow-up question, Gouda. Um, uppies. Is this uppies. really how this is going to go? Is this how you? Is this? What did you, you call this? A pod, pod, podcast? Yeah, it's just like a conversation. This is. Oh, I should say ethically, this is being recorded. Right now, it seems a little bit like an amusement park ride where I'm the amusement. But yeah, fine. Well, hop on. Wow! Already get off me! Already get off me! Oh, sorry. All right. Oh, oh, I forgot to exchange it. you. It's uh, yeah. Let me. Yeah. I'll slide down. Ow! Oh, sorry. Got my. I had my claws out. Sorry about that. Uh. Retract them. What should I set on fire? Oh, thanks, Gouda. I should get down. I can tell from here that Doris is thinking about setting something on fire. If you're up there too long, you'll become hypoxic. It's really... Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm already getting lightheaded. Ooh. Yeah, just come on. Oh, come on shit! Ah! Floating cat just went right into Arnie's head. Oh, you hate to see that. Well, we're going to clean up Arnie and uh, Gouda. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll, we'll be right back and 
Oh boy, I do want to ask about your your uh, backstory. Is that okay? Uh, y- you know, I, I'm a busy man with again lots of administrative paperwork. So also so keep it uh, you keep it uh, short. Uh, I can't. Brief. Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, well, I can't promise that, but we will. We'll be back as soon as possible. Here we go. The library. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. We see the library is made of books, and books will burn very quickly. Dorsu, what's going on? Why do you want to burn something? Oh, I just wanted to help out our guest. I thought if there was a fire, maybe there'd be some excitement, and perhaps, uh, you know, uh, in that way, assist uh, Gouda here. You know, one thing that might help, you know, Nibblebottom is at the foot of the unnameable mountain, and recently someone named it Slobodon, and, oh, see, you feel that earthquake? Every time someone says the name, like... There's a little bit of a natural disaster around town. I don't so think it likes that name. I don't think so either. That 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 mountain's got some bad chaotic magic going on. Well, we, uh, the, the problem with being in the sheriff's office is you can't you can't arrest a mountain. Oh, mm. So it doesn't yeah. you know if it's not if it's causing. I suppose you could you could you know arrest the person running going around yelling Slobodan or whatever you know it's, oh that's oh, oh, ah, yeah, I have to right? slap the cuffs oh, on on myself over here <laughs> oh my god is this, can I, I'm sorry I'm I'm tearing up a little bit can I just say Gouda um, I know we don't know each other very well but you can't arrest a mountain is one of the most profound sentences I've ever heard it almost sounds like a song lyric or like a one line poem and I don't know why, but I'm just getting really emotional. That's it's beautiful. actually, it's very funny you say that. That's, that's the, the name of my uh, memoirs is oh. You Can't Arrest oh. a Mountain. Wow, oh. a young guy like you already has memoirs? Right. I mean, you know, looks can be deceiving. I, I've lived for seven or eight years. Ooh. Oh, I, I would have thought longer, but uh, still would have thought uh, that you look young. I appreciate that. Arnie, we should tell you... Uh, can, can you meet me under the table, Arnie? Sure, sure. Oh, or just duck your head under. Just yeah, duck your okay. head. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, quick, uh, though. The yeah. blood's going to my head. Uh, you look so stupid. Uh, hey, uh, we forgot to tell you, in Foon, 
Um, if someone is over seven foot, um, one regular year to us is like 10 years for them. Mm. So time moves a little bit differently after you're above seven foot. Does that I make sense? See. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, tall years. Tall years. That's that's what we call them. Oh, okay. Well, there's tall years. There's wonder years. There's just dog years. Well, uh, well, there's mm. good years. There's bad years. We don't have time to get into it, but just. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Is that why everyone keeps telling me that I look a lot older than I am? Uh, Yeah, okay. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Now, Gouda, um, I noticed when I, uh, after I had uppies and I kind of slid down your leg with my claws, I noticed that my claws didn't necessarily find purchase because underneath your sort of dorky uh, outfit, it seems like you have chain mail or there's something going on underneath there. I, you know, I'm trying a new uh, body scrub. Oh. oh. And it's, you know, it's got a lot of iron in it. Mm. It prevents oh. anemia, so that's probably... You use anemia essence? I do, too. Oh, it makes me, like, orgasm in the shower. Everything makes you orgasm in the shower. That's an uncomfortable image. Now, I wanted to get back to your memoirs here for a second, Gouda. I, a, a young man like yourself, uh, you've written of your accomplishments already. That's quite impressive. Do you have a particular accomplishment or a story from your memoirs that, that you think really stands out? Something you're really proud of? Yeah, uh, well, it's interesting that you should ask. Uh, you know, it's quite a long, long time ago now, so it's it's difficult to sometimes remember. I do keep good records. <laughs> I'm a secretary, oh. of course, though. That's all quite in top ship shape. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was this one small, uh, let's say, presentation I did for the sheriff on, on city sanitation practices. Again, long time ago. Must have been, I don't know, last Thursday. And it really just sort of shined. It, I was proud because I could make, it with words, you can make garbage sparkle, right? Hmm. Hmm. It really, it, 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 it implemented a plan, or, or proposed a plan, which was never really into, implemented, but that's, that's fine, about how to organize the city's sanitation efforts and, you know, clean up this town in, you know, a way that's not... A cliche of wearing, let's clean up this town. Sheriff, clean it up. Literally clean it up. Literally literally clean up the town. It's disgusting. You've seen it. I mean, there's a fair amount of shit everywhere. I I don't like to say it, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's excrementally large. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Big shits, you're right. Yes. Big shits. And there's so many tumbleweeds and handstand weeds. And when you get tumbleweeds and they turn into shit weeds... Oh, yeah, because they pick up that shit while they're tumbling. It's all it. sticky. Mm. Unpleasant. Unpleasant, those tumbleweeds, when they become covered in excrement. They get exponentially more excremental. Oh, they're just spreading pink eye as they tumble down the street. It's, it's just disgusting. really horrible. Well, then why was your plan never implemented? Yeah. Well, you know, I like to chalk it up to, uh, let's say, a, a general lack of competence everywhere. But I, you know, I don't like to judge. So you would say, perhaps, if I was going to paraphrase that, that you're surrounded by fools? Fucking morons is the words I would use, yes. But, uh, yeah. Gouda, you're like my fucking twin, man. Just big guy surrounded by fools. Surrounded by total idiots. Yeah, dum-dums. Now, Gouda, um, I have to ask, uh, based on this revelation, have you ever tried to implement one of these plans and the plan didn't work out and then 
out of frustration, perhaps you you flung your fist forward, uh, back on your wrist, and then said curses. Are you asking if I've punched anyone? Is that the flicking maneuver? Uh, no, no, more of a more of a like a t- towards the sky, towards oh, the goddesses. Oh right, you're, you're sort curses. of like cursing the heavens. Yes, you know? yes. I find that to be very dramatic and not at all in line with you know my my own personal idioms. Sure, sure. I'll also say you're so fucking tall. If you curse the heavens and shake your fist up there, you might hit one of them. Yes, I'm not very popular with roofers in this city. Every time you curse the heavens once, and all of a sudden there are shingles this and tiles that, and it's, everyone gets very upset. So is it just the incompetence around you, or I, I hate to pry, but does the sheriff really appreciate you? Arnie, you love to pry. I do, I'm sorry. May I pry? Does the sheriff appreciate you? Dish. I think if you were to ask the sheriff what my name was, mm. he'd probably just burp. That's terrible. Yeah, it's a job. Well, well, but you should be appreciated in your job, and someone should say to you, Gouda, you have done a fine and excellent job of filling out these forms today. We thank thee. Could you write that on a piece of paper? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, um, I, have, I have, you know, of course I carry many around. So why don't you just, just put that right in there? Okay. And then... And may I ask, and I'm so sorry, I'm not up on local politics as much as I should. What is the sheriff's name? If we, Who, who are we addressing this to? Ah, well, he, he just goes by Nit. Nit? Yes, I suppose, back to, you know, the original point of this comment, it's a family name. Wait, this isn't Mr. Witt you're talking about, is it? No, 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 no. Nit. Did you injure yourself? Did I hit heading in the ceiling? Oh, I did it all the time. Anytime someone wants uppies, a lot of time I've oh. damaged a lot of eardrums. Just bang so it's, not nit, it's not nitwit? Well, I mean, it is, but I don't think you should call him that to his face. Oh, fair. Arnie, how dare you? Oh. Here is my letter. Oh. Dear Sheriff Nit, I suggest that you recognize your employee, Gouda, who is doing such an excellent job of filling out your forms and taking burdens away from you. I say that this Gudashmish is one of the finest employees ever employed by the Sheriff's Office of Nibblebottom. Signed, Dorisu, the sorcerer, a big fat meat bag who isn't a wizard. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. Oh, well. I shall cherish this forever. <clears throat> thank, thank you very much. Oh my well, gosh, I'm she's crying. So I, I didn't mean to make you cry, but I'm, I'm glad I've moved you to an emotional uh, so, Don't be mistaken, it's actually rain. There's a climate There's a climate change that happens all the way up here. And I did shake my fist earlier, and that, yeah, it's, yes. it's a hole. Oh yeah, it's just a hole, yeah. Uh, Gouda, can I ask, is there anything we can do to help you be more effective in your job? Well... Oh, he's going to launch into a song. Uh, I... I don't really oh. sing. I find singing to be a waste of time, as is most art. But, you know, there's... Everyone wants to spend their time differently. I prefer to spend it getting organized. Um, yeah, however... I, I, I just want to apologize. I just... Never in my life have I ever met someone uh, who went, well... And then didn't launch into a song. So this is just new for me, so... Um, I mean, to yeah. be fair, you just did it. Oh, uh, yeah. So now I'm part of... Chunt, did you want to sing a song? Yes, Chunt. Uh, sing us your song. Well, I'm trying to figure out something with You Can't Arrest a Mountain, but uh, it's not done yet, so when it's ready, I will sing it. Promise. I look forward to that day. Uh, what was the question? I've completely forgotten. Is there something we can do to help you help you out? Well, first of all, if you see a giant rolling tumbleweed full of shit, mm-hmm. put it somewhere where it's not going to continue rolling. Hmm. 
I generally, first of all, I don't leave the tavern that often. Uh, but if I see a, a shit-covered tumbleweed, I kind of stay away from it if I can. See, and that's the problem right there. Everyone wants to stay away from the problems that are right in their face. And instead, they go wandering off in mountains and trails and hunting whatever legendary problem there is. And they just, you know, it's just... Be the change that you want to see. Exactly. Grab that shitty tumbleweed, as I have done. See my vast collection here under my robe? Oh, God, uh, that's uh, what that smell see, has been. See, that's what I am talking about. Also, coincidentally, Grab That Shitty Tumbleweed is the sequel to the memoir. Oh, it's kind of like uh, Who Moved My Cheese? Sorry, that's a book I'm working on about uh, business. It doesn't matter. Does cheese generally move? Well, one time, I, I, I maybe failed to mention this. I'm a shapeshifter, and one time I was a mouse, and I put some cheese down, and I walked away for just a minute, and when I came back, somebody had moved my cheese, and I <gasps> screamed at the top of my lungs. I said, who moved my fucking cheese? And nobody would own up to it. That would be so cute. A little mouse going, who moved my cheese? No, well, he said, he said, who moved my fucking cheese? Did your editor say, love it, one note? Can we take the fucking out of the title? Yes, that was his one note. Uh, but then after that, I was like, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. So this uh, business book is about if somebody disrespects you or moves your shit, you take your business elsewhere. It's a one. It's more of a pamphlet than a book. Well, I don't feel like I need to read it now. I think I got the gist of it. I feel like, yeah, shit. there's a great summary in that. And we're uh, quite, I keep doing this. My publisher yeah. told me not to give away... Not to give away the milk because people won't buy the cow or fuck the cow or whatever. I forget the analogy. Anyway. You've got a strange relationship with dairy. I guess I do. Speaking of strange relationships, you said you didn't want to talk about your dad. Why? What the fuck? Uh, you, what? Is that how you normally run things? You just Someone says, I don't want to talk about that. The next question is about that very subject. Is that how it goes? Yeah, generally, I think that's uh, that's what we do here is uh, we, we, we confront that which you fear to confront. We listen for the thing you don't want to talk about. Then we distract you and lure you in with long stories about cheese. And then we really dive into that subject. My dad, he was only seven foot eight. Okay, let's, that's all. I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. He was only seven foot eight and, and oh. I've never lived it down. We understand. We understand. Such shame brought to the family. Right, yeah, it's just... I don't like it. I don't like him. I don't like the shame he brought to the family. I don't... I, it's just... It, it looks like it's raining more. Perhaps we should take a quick break uh, while it rains directly on your face. It's a thunderstorm. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, Gouda, you know what? One of these days, I'm going to walk out of this tavern, I'm going to go find Nit, and I'm going to say, Nit... You gotta appreciate Gouda a little better, and I'll—I I can maybe share 
with him some of your great ideas for Nibblebottom. There's, I, it's very appreciative. I understand. It's, thank you, is what I'm trying to say. But it would be sort of shit if it was just me, you know? Like, I have all these great ideas. I know how to clean up this town, and I, I've told him. And, and it, just because it comes from some, you know, white guy who's normal-sized, suddenly it's the right thing? Is that is that really... It's like it just has to come from, from some normie's brain, and all of a sudden it's brilliant, he's going to do it? Mm. Yeah. I said, okay, yeah, yeah, you want to do it yourself. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to solve your problems for you. I'm just saying, I, I appreciate your help, but I don't, I don't need it. Yes, uh, well, uh, we certainly uh, aren't suggesting that, but uh, we are curious to know more about some of the other ideas that perhaps you've had to improve the town of Nibblebottom. Well, you know, there's a long list. You've got the, you know, cleaning up the town, the sanitation, the tumbleweed shits, uh, the mass executions, the writing of the postal system. There is the grocery store restocking ideas. And then, um, you know... Uh, wait, wait, no, I'm so sorry. I, sure? I, it seems like you've got a long list. If we, I, if we don't mind going back a little bit, a few steps earlier, I'd love to hear more about this grocery store. Oh, I, I have my hand raised for after that. You know, someone sent you to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and they give you a list, and then it's like they just disappear from the fucking universe. You're there trying to find, you know... Eye of of Nidhogg. Yeah. And and you can't find it anywhere. There's nobody in this store to tell you where it is. And you, you can't... Well, they have, you know... They have Eye of Nid Pig. Is that good enough? But no, you got to go all the way back home. You're going to talk... So, you know, just sort of coming up with a uh, interdimensional messaging system for grocery lists so that you never oh. have to make multiple trips to the store. Mm-hmm. I, I think that could be funded with city coffers. Oh, that's, that's a very good idea. That would be very helpful. I, I had one thing that sort of stuck in my craw, though, from that list. Uh, you mentioned uh, mass executions? Uh, oh, did I? Yeah, yes. Uh, ma- oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of massic executions. Hmm. Mass executions, uh, if you're not familiar with it, ma- mass executions is... Um, <clears throat> is that like elocution? Uh, I suppose if you say it nicely enough. Massacutions. Arnie, isn't that where you said Boston is? Yeah, more or less. I mean, I couldn't spell it. I, I apologize. I thought you said mass executions, and I <laughs> thought... That would be... Ah, <laughs> dastardly. Who would... Uh, I mean, who would... if uh, Just hypothetically. Um, yes. If you were to do that, and we know yes. you wouldn't, uh, who, who would be on the list... And how might you take <clears throat> care hmm. of it? Ooh, so almost like a grocery list for mass executions, huh? Hmm. Well, I, I, I don't know that I would approve of such a list, uh, but I suppose if you were making it, I suppose Sheriff Nit would be on top of the list. I mean, okay. It's, uh, um, let's not say you approve or disapprove of the list. Let's, let's say, hypothetically, you were surrounded by people who not only didn't appreciate you, but didn't contribute to the society as a whole, mostly a boil on the back of exist- in existence, who had no real sense of, uh, duty on a country, city, nibble bottom, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Uh, I don't know anyone like that. Arnie, get out of here fast. Why? What is the door, Zoo? Just get out of here. You have to run. Fast? Do I have to... Wait, I have to run? Get out of here. I will say just from... I mean, just from reading my history of Thune, you know, mass execution leads to a mass effect, which when people are left for dead, they tend to go into Bioshock. Yes, I I suppose that's true. Uh, That statement you just said, Mm -hmm. I'm going to agree with it. Thank you. Whatever you said, I'm glad I didn't hear it. I'm on my way. 
Sorry about this. I'm on my way out. Where's he going? Oh, we sent him to the grocery store for some nid pigs. You see what I'm saying? Could have solved this problem. Could have saved him a trip. If somebody would just open their ears, take the wax out, put it in a bowl, put it to the side, and listen. Well, you put it in a bowl and you put it in the side. There it is. That was the whole song. There it is. Yay. Uh, now, uh, I suppose uh, if you if you were uh, looking to uh, sort of thin the herds of society, it sounds... Let me, let me, let me dip the nib of my pen here. Okay, go, Wait, go on. thin the herds? Are you proposing that he makes cows lose weight? Really, that's quite an unhealthy obsession with dairy and dairy-producing animals. Are you trying to get me to write the list of people that you want to execute? Why, that doesn't make any sense at all. You hardly know anyone. I shan't be thy scapegoat. Oh, no, this. I shall not create a list of people who then you blame me for their deaths. I think that all life is beautiful. I think that every little flower, all the way up to the unnameable mountain that clearly must be alive to respond to the name it hates so, all things are beautiful and deserve to live. I'll give you a name. One, two, three. Oh, yeah, one, two, three. He seemed like kind of a dick. No, I'm sorry. No, there's three names. So uh, number them one, two, three. Okay. So, so all right. Oh, so, sorry. are we are we on a list? Is is this number one on the list, or is this number is this number ones, two, and three? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you three. We'll start with number one. Okay. Right. Uh, number one person you should put on the uh, mass execution list is look in the mirror. <gasps> Damn. Number two, love yourself. Number three, I hope you dance. Who named these fucking people? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. You know, people get on my case with being named Gouda. Yeah. And you've got people's names love yourself? That's a v- verb. Uh, well, no, I'm trying... Uh, sorry, that was kind of confusing because we were just talking about weird names. But no, what I'm trying to say is look in the mirror, love yourself. I hope you dance. You want me to murder the idea of loving myself? Oh, shit. I guess it does This seems very like backwards. This. I think perhaps you're taking it a bit too literally. I think what Shunt is trying to say is, Gouda, we want you to love yourself. Look in the mirror and say, I love Gouda. It doesn't matter how tall my father was or wasn't. I'm going to dance like no one's watching. Are you making fun of the way I got into the tavern? No, 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 no. No, we're saying we hope you continue to do that because you should you should take up more space. What are your names again? My name is... Carl Williams. Number one, Carl... Uh, no, and, and I am Dorisu, the sorcerer. Can you spell that? Yes, of course. It's just like Usador backwards, but not really. Oh, I see. D-O-R-I-S-U-E. Good. Good. Hey, guys, I'm yeah. back. Sorry, I tried to run away, but there's so much shit outside the door. Also, there's a pervert out there murdering the idea of loving himself. Well, this, I guess this plan is another useless one, is it? Someone's already done it. <laughs> Everything I do turns to tumbleweed shit. He just got upset and his muscles strained and his entire shirt flew off just from him flexing. Wow. It happens all the time. My tailor is very well employed. Now he's just a ripped eight foot one guy in a bow tie. And honestly, I'm here for it. So Gouda, you know, we had this little thing where we thought you said something suspicious in your list. But I think that was a misunderstanding, you know. But do you have another list of uh, additional things you want to do for the for the town of Nibblebottom? Well, I mean, you know, Nibblebottom, is, it's, it's been around for a long time. 
there's lots to do with the sort of record keeping. There's there's buildings and buildings full of very important documents. Uh, you know how to kill the Dark Lord, how what? to make a fine pudding, and it's just time to set those uh, on fire. So I think that's going to happen within the next few. Um, quick, quick, quick question. Ah, uh, before you uh, set those buildings on fire. You said that there's a book about how to kill the Dark Lord. I'm not really interested because obviously the Dark Lord is already dead. Uh, but just curious where that book might be. Well, uh, you know, if uh, it Nit over there had, 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 had acquiesced to my demands for organizational capacity, uh, there might be some sort of system of numerals that I could give you to go look it up. But do we do that? No, we don't do that. Well, I, th- I, I think we should do that, and uh, I would be. Do we? We we don't. We don't. I mean, I I would decimate anyone who uh, disagrees. If you were to decimate, would that be like everyone at once? Hang on, let me get my pen. Uh, I was speaking. I was speaking more metaphorically again. Uh, oh, so not like you're not talking about people. You're saying like, do we decimate like the system or this metaphor, or decimate them all? Decimate them all. If you decimate all of them, isn't that... What's the... Is that centimate? I suppose you're right. Centimate is if you kill a hundred people. Well, then decimate's only ten. Is it? It's ten percent, right? Percentages. Yes, exactly. Look, the most important thing about this podcast is getting the math right. Agree. And we've not done that at all. Well, I, I would like to say that I would just like to find this book. I Just to give it a glance... You know, look at it. Probably a laugh. You know, <laughs> well, that's not what happened. Uh, but I guess these are some ways you could have killed the Dark Lord. Um, so, you know, if you see that book, you know, maybe just let me know where it's at. It's actually a series of graphic novels. Um, it's quite cumbersome, difficult to find. They really jumped the shark in like the eighth oh. volume. Sure. Everyone got resurrected. It's very odd. Well, that's fine. I, I I enjoy a good graphic novel from time to time. Uh, that's how uh, uh, one of my favorite adaptations of my favorite play, Automaton Constable, there's a graphic novel version of it that's very enjoyable. Uh, I wrote right. Arnie a graphic novel. Do you want to hear some of it? Arnie, did, did you oh. ever read the graphic novel I wrote you? I would love just to hear page. some of your graphic novel. I would love just really give us the audiobook version of your graphic novel, please. The man walked through the door without opening it. He ruined the door, making a big old hole. As he walked in, he saw her on the bed. His torrid member started to sweat profusely. He wiped the blood from his brow onto the wall. He started doing push-ups and got so fucking horny. One push-up, horny. Two push-up, horny. Three push-up, that was enough. Wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait a minute. So wait, sorry. hold on a second. What, what are you... Show me that book. Hey, this... This is my memoir. <gasps> it's so graphic. How did you get a copy of... I knew as soon as the guy couldn't get through the door. <laughs> and I gave you uppies. Sorry. Chant, get... Give Gouda back his his memoirs, all right? It's not even edited yet. If these are his memoirs, Gouda's a monster. Excuse me? <laughs> this guy is so out of control. He's got some screws loose. The stuff he does in this book, I assumed it was fiction. This is real? Well, it depends on where you are on the book. Are you, are you past, like, chapter 7? Because chapter 7, after that, those are the more plans for the future. Not really memoir style, but... What's, what sort of plans? I, uh, uh, nothing. Look, you have the book here. It's not 
publish quick, it. Quick, turn to chapter seven. Quick, turn to chapter seven. Okay, 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 okay. I'm still stuck on that whole torrid member part, but keep going. Picture this. Get 50 frogs, put them in your hands, and try and squeeze them into one big frog. Huh. I mean, it would save a lot of time. They can't all be winners, right? These are just brain droppings. I mean, isn't life just a collection of brain droppings? What about this one that just says revenge? Oh, yeah. It's an acrostic. Revenge. It's it's written downwards, and it says each letter stands for something. Right. Is that an acrostic? It, it is. It's really, every time, verily, every nit gets eliminated. Oh, every time. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I spilled lemon juice on it. There's another acrostic. Run, evil, vicious. And then it just kind of blurs. Are those all acrostic? I don't think... Look, I just, sometimes I just write downwards. You know, it doesn't have to all be an acrostic. Uh, good, I'm going to ask you this one time. Are you evil? I mean, what, what, uh, what is evil? What does it mean? You know, this one, it's just two sides of the same uh, coin. Ah, classic evil response. Shit, he dodged the question, and you promised to only ask once. You and I are the same. Ah, the classic you and I are the same. (laughs) I knew it. Damn. (laughs) We're not so different. Just different ways of achieving the same objective. Reach across the aisle. (sighs) You're going to love chapter eight. Ooh, a quick turn to chapter eight. No, it's not in there yet. I'm just saying when it's written, it's going to be in there. It's going to be great. Speaking of chapter eight, Gouda, I think you're morally bankrupt. <gasps> and I would prefer if you take your ledgers and your memoirs and your memoir to never come in here again. Well, you know what? If you you'd better watch your tone if you fancy this roof, because I've got some fish shaking to do uh, <gasps> with your, your cursing your name. How did you get the book? Well, he's very small and can turn into anything, so he, he Oh, it's about size places. again, isn't it? It's no, 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 always no, no, no. about size. Ah, uh, look, Arnie, uh, maybe we should just read an email. Uh, oh, okay, sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, listeners, as always, you can email us at magictavernatpuppies.supplies. It's real email address, or you can join our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash magictavern, uh, and you can message us there as well. Here's a message. Um, it's a short one. Uh, no name attached to it. Would you ever permanently live in Foon? And they add an E at the end of Foon. I don't have much of a fucking choice, do I? Yeah, yeah well, so what else are we going to do? Oh, is that addressed to you, Ani? I guess so. Would I? You know, I'm from another world. I'm sorry, uh, Gouda. I didn't, didn't mention that. I'm pretty special. I'm from another world. Um, I am trapped here. Would I consider living here forever? Probably not, although, you know, I've got a chip in my head, and, and during my dreams, I have a whole life on Earth, and it seems, you know, I don't remember all of it, but it seems pretty good. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Uh, hey, Dorisu, uh, Chantilius, can I ask, are we sure they're referring to Foon, Arfoon? It's Foon with an E. Arnie, it's funny you say that. We know that there are parallel Foons. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, there might be different versions of us walking around right now, answering this same email right now, but with slightly, with characteristics slightly askew. Yes, in the great, uh, in the great multiverse that exists beyond what we know, all possibilities exist. Yeah, like maybe, maybe the chunt in this other, in this Funi, uh, maybe he's like a big udder. Like a big old udder, just getting milked every day. No, 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 just like, well, yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, maybe. Have you considered seeking professional help for for this? No, that's none of your business. 
It, is it just because his name's Gouda? What? Huh. Oh, I never. Did you just get that. obsessed with dairy because our guest's name today is 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 similar to that of a cheese? Huh. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, I guess that's probably part of it. And he came in here as a tall drink of water, and you said, "Mmm, mmm, 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 want to have some of that Gouda?" But you know, if I had a if I had a coin for every time that happened. Yeah, and I guess he basically say I ate one because he is eight foot one, and that made me hungry. So, huh? I guess I can kind of trace back the path to yeah. I guess that that is where the obsession lies. Chunt, you're highly suggestible. I guess so. Please, nobody send me ads. Well, Gouda, it's been good getting to know you, but I must warn you, I am one of those who fights for the side of light and righteousness. And I now must add you to my list. Different than yours. Nay, not a list of mass executions, but a list of evildoers who one day I shall defeat. Oh, so a big guy over here writes down a list of people he wants to kill, and that's real bad, isn't it? That's the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. And over there, you've got a pen and a paper, and you say, oh, this guy's evil, so I'm going to run him on a list, and one day I'm going to, you know, smite him or some shit. What a double standard. Oh, shit. He's got your number. Well, that's different because they're they're evil, and the goddesses, you know, told me to come here and, and, and smite them. Oh, oh, so some so some lady in the sky told you to do, and it's fine, right? But, oh, voices in your head telling you to kill people, that's totally different. Oh, there are voices in your head? Oh, wait, hold on. I was going to say, yeah, Doris, are you doing it for religious reasons doesn't necessarily make it right, but you got voices in your head, Kuda? Sorry, what? I couldn't hear. Look at that. You were so worried beforehand, but after all is said and done, that wasn't so entertaining, now was it? And now, credits, also known as Who Did That To Me? Dora Sue the Sorcerer was played by Usador the Blue, who was played by Matt Young, who was fine. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Gouda Smish was played by special guest Joe Zija. Follow him on Twitter at Joe Zija. Ooh, no extra numbers or letters you got in there early, Joe. Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production, made possible by lots of Patreon supporters. Oh, you don't think I know their names? Well, I can tell you we've got supporters like Adam Fader, Patrick from Lincoln Square, Chicago. Patrick, next time just own it and give us your street address. This doesn't help us. What, are we supposed to look for you by the fountain? Chase Harrison, Rory Burns, Straight Shooter Emily Arrow, Marcos P., Baron Stout, whose catchphrase as he appears on his balcony and addresses the villagers is, Happy hour is every hour! Jordan Time, B.D. Porter, Cassandra, oh Cassandra, should have listened to you, at least about climate change. Aaron White, May Hylis, baker of banana bread, I like your moxie, May. And Leif Everly, Viking Escort. Patreon supporters get ad-free episodes, including the entire back catalog of previous seasons and all of the Stitcher Premium spin-offs. Yes, all of the spin-offs are now on the Patreon feed, from offices and bosses to I am Spintax to Masters of Mayhem. In that list, I count at least two options without Kevin Soretta. On top of that, Patreon supporters get two completely new bonus episodes each month. To learn more about supporting the show and the various perks that will accompany your hella generous philanthropy skills, go to patreon.com slash magic tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. 
This episode edited by Tim Joyce. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels. A symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.